Welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortwan, joined by co-host Morg. How you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well. Um, I don't really know if there's really much to say because I'm over-exhausted from pulling an all-nighter playing GU. I actually stayed up till about 4 o'clock. Um, yeah. Oh, I was, I was up till 4 for way different other reasons, and I will get into that soon because it sounds more ominous than it is. Yeah, um, I, I kind of found out that uh, Prowler is pretty fun and really, really good, <laughs> oh. and I want to just kill things that are really, really difficult with it. And <laughs> well, we are we are still yet to succeed on my uh, EX uh, Red Helm, and that's yeah, what we were uh, trying, just the two of us. Yeah, yeah, I hear from a lot of people that they have a, a difficult time with that one. There's a lot of people that actually hate it, even um, uh, some people that would prefer to fight Grimclaw Tigrex or. Um, mm. people who say that EX Bloodbath Diabolos is easier, th- th- some of those people actually do hate Red Helm. Hmm. Interesting. I was unaware. Uh, and then co-host Pan, how you doing? Doing okay. Um, I've been dealing with a comedy of errors relating to my husband's tire blowing out yesterday, but, uh, mm. it's all dealt with now and everything's okay. I don't, I, I saw you, you mocking my intro. I saw that. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't mocking. I was just like, I don't know. I was Expecting being silly. It. I'm, I'm yeah. feeling all squirrely right now. So, uh, but to to lighten the suspense, I was up till four because an old coworker of mine um, decided to message me at two thirty in the morning, and we oh. talked until four. So that was interesting. Hmm. Um, I, I I have a few questions as to the nature of this uh, conversation. Lady yes, coworker, they... or yes, and she was drunk, so I didn't really put a lot of stock into it. <laughs> oh, this is getting juicy. Uh, probably not. She she led not. She eventually revealed she has a boyfriend. So I was just like, okay, well, what's going on here? <laughs> so she was drunk and bored. Well, yeah, pretty much. Okay. See, I said it's more tame than it sounds. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have just asked, hey, uh, why'd you call? You know, no, right I mean, off the bat. I, I, we hadn't talked in years. Like, I, I left that job over 10 years ago. Like, it was. That begs a lot of questions, wow. though, still. Like, you so, know. That makes me wonder, like, how far down the contacts list did she get before she t- texted <laughs> you? <laughs> Someone oh. she hasn't talked to in, like, years. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. She, just, she friend requested me on Facebook, and I was like, sure, why not? Like, why wouldn't I? And then she immediately messaged me. as like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, well, that was out of nowhere. But yeah. Um, you should have been like, so hey, that- Valentine's Day is like, you know, two days from now. Um, maybe you could wait until then. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, kind no. of a response to get out of that. No, she was like, "Oh, I hope it. Do- I hope you're not mad that I have a boyfriend." Is like, why would I be mad about that? <laughs> you're the one that messaged me. <laughs> <laughs> you messaged me, <laughs> right? Like, how long has it been? What time is it right now? <laughs> yeah, what did you call me for? <laughs> I left that job, and okay, it wasn't ten years. It can't. It can't have been ten years. I left it in 2014. I so, guess you were the closest neighbor that just happened to have a cup yeah. of sugar that she needed. I don't know. Uh, Not 
like that. I'm not. Oh my god. Oh wow. What? She's laughing. Like <laughs> you take everything out of context. How dare you? Hey there, oh, handsome. Boy. Do you have a cup of sugar for me? Yeah, sir, I got the sweets I'm... for your baby. Oh, for I fuck's mean, sake. Shit. Been Damn. A <laughs> Want some sugar from the sugar daddy? Here I am. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow. So we act- this is a great way to start off a podcast episode. I, what better way to do it? Back on topic. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, talk about dirty actually- DMs. Uh, uh, we're we're going to be talking about hot takes tonight. Um, this was inspired by last week's episode with Wolfie, where I forced Morg to storm out of the room uh, with my hot take on Game of Thrones. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're just gonna share some hot takes because it's fun, and we just you know just want to have a fun episode tonight, I guess. So I'll lead off so we don't have a bunch of suspense on what this is in case you didn't listen last week or or Pan uh, couldn't couldn't uh, hear the hot take. So my I was finishing take... my pancakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so my hot take is that Game of Thrones to me. Let me let me preface this because there's a lot of there's a lot of like things around this. Morg's already prepping. <laughs> um, Game of Thrones to me didn't become good until. Season eight. <laughs> Fan's face was priceless. <laughs> now, let me let me preface this. I do not. I have never read the books, and I never intend to. But Ugh. it was a confusing, fucked up mess up until season eight, where uh, Daenerys's second dragon died, and I was like, now I know what's going to happen. Now I know exactly everything that's going to go down and I figured it all out. And yes, she burned the city down like I predicted because I don't know why people get the idea that Daenerys was this good and and awesome person sometimes because like she was on how many episodes were spent talking down Daenerys from just murdering fucking everyone. Like how many episodes were spent on that? Like at least four. I was never on the Daenerys train. Okay. But yeah. A lot of people that I talked to were. And 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 my parents, my brother, like some friends of mine, they're like, whatever. And it was like, it actually started making sense. Now, I understand that there are severe quality issues with season eight as far as like props being left on set. Just like quality issues. Uh pacing issues story-wise character, and that kind of stuff character assassinations right yeah and and like i'm not saying it's good i'm saying i became more interested in it in season eight because i finally figured it out the whole time and this is like i don't normally go into a show or a movie trying to figure things out but the way game of thrones was going is just like what is the point why am I watching this guy rape someone? Like, why do I want to um, see this? You do like, realize that um, we are talking about a, a, a debased, degenerate individual who, you know, spent, you know, three, you know, three hundred sixty-five million years to write these books, right? And it's actually based <laughs> off of an actual historical event called uh, the War of the Roses in England, right? 
Yeah, the yeah the War of the Roses was a thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is it is basically a copy of that. It, think of like how Disney takes, um, uh, popular children's stories and like you know all that stuff. Like Little Mermaid, that was not an original idea. So he Aladdin, went the other not way. An instead, idea. Of, instead of Game of Thrones, not an original ins- idea. It's based off instead of an actual of G- event. So instead of G rating like Disney does, like they did with, like, let's say the little mermaid, he just X-rated it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Okay. All right. So he yeah, that's my hot Basically take. into a very popular, uh, uh, a soap opera. favorite. He yeah. turned into a soap opera. A famous yeah, yeah, soap yeah, he turned, yeah, he turned, um, yeah, a war of roses into, uh, into a soap opera. See, that's, that's why I can't get into all the, the walking dead either is, I don't like The Walking Dead because it's just a soap opera. The Walking Dead jumped the shark uh, years ago. Oh, I was out. I was out season one, episode two. Oh. I like, like I I was paying attention. I'm like, oh man, this guy just woke up in a hospital. This is kind of cool. Like, let's let's see how this zombie thing goes. I let me also say a smaller hot take. I just don't like zombies. Period. I'm not a big zombie fan. So. You play um, D&D! They're, like, everywhere in D&D. Have you... At being a player in my campaign, Morgan, have you ever run across a zombie? You devil, you. You've... <laughs> I can't believe it. You've retconned D&D for your campaigns <laughs> to not have any undead. No, there was undead. You're evil. There was undead. There, you guys fought skeletons. But no zombies. You you couldn't no put zombies. like a little a little piece of meat on your skeletons, just a little tiny piece. You need some meat on them bones. <laughs> um. So the moment that uh it it oh, season one episode two opens up with uh main dude's best friend screwing main dude's wife um in the grass i'm like this is a soap opera i'm out i'm done like i don't want to see because everything's gonna revolve around this for the next like hundred episodes (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like you have no idea (laughs) do i I forget when i forget when they can when it comes to a head it's either at the end of season two or it's in the middle of season three by the way spoilers for like a 15 year old show or however the fuck long ago it was yeah it was like the one it was funny because like uh my father-in-law him and i related on nothing and he was like this would be the one thing that cham would like is like zombies right and i'm like no he tried no. He's like, well, it's got guns. He's like, obviously, I'm not into guns. We've been through this. <laughs> so, yeah. Hot take number one with a pseudo hot take of zombies. Game of Thrones, to me, wasn't enjoyable until season eight. <laughs> yep. Morg! Morg! Was Cham in the focus group that they tested some of the season eight shit on? And this is it's partly his fault. Was he in that focus group or uh, something? Know, if he was part of the focus I group, I think that there would never have been a season eight. <laughs> that, I mean, you know. I I will say this. I oh. should never be in anyone's focus group ever. Was he part of the focus group uh, that changed the ending to I Am Legend? 
He's probably one of those assholes. Wow. Thanks for the vote of confidence. Do you, <laughs> I believe you there know were zombies in I Am Legend, so, you know, I don't know. That probably would have gone They, they the called them vampires. Wasn't that weird? <clears throat> they called them vampires. They're vampires in the original! And they yeah. changed the ending. In the in the original ending, uh, Will Smith finds out that they're actually sentient thinking beings with their own society. Yeah. But then and the focus... The focus groups were like, oh, that's too, that ending's too stupid, and I don't, or that ending sucks, and I don't understand it. Change it. So then they changed it. Hmm. I, I probably would have preferred that, honestly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. So I would not be a person to screw up that focus group. No, <laughs> uh, no. If he was there for the season I, eight focus group, he probably would have been like, yeah, it's just the same old, same old. It's, it's garbage. Probably wouldn't even watch it. Probably be like, yep, yeah, no, this this series should have ended like from the moment it started. I don't even know why you guys focused on it. Yeah, I mean I'd the, be like... the the opening scene of the pilot is a guy running from ice zombies, so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would have killed it right then and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just walk away. That's all you need to do. Just walk well, they're away. they're fast zombies, so you can't. But well, okay, fair. But in most zombies, how do you get rid of zombies? Just you walk, walk away. away. <laughs> just walk away and then if you're re- feeling really good you just push him over <laughs> <laughs> you tip him like a cow alright Mark, Mark what's a hot take you have okay so my hot take is this um, you guys are going to hate me for this okay um, oh. I want them to make a monster hunter mm-hmm. that brings back the joy of first and second generation games a game where they have no mount mechanic no exhaustion no access to um uh the infinite item box over at the tent um let me see so hardcore monster hunter yeah basically oh and no palico helpers no you just got to do it on your own you got to figure it out yourself you lost me there man you lost me it's got to be the hardcore man you got to figure out how to beat the monster, you know, using what you see from its mechanics, its its uh its pattern and behavior, what its move set is. Um no mount spam. Oh, let me see. What was another one? No exhaustion. So, you either get normal mode or you get rage. That's it. That's all you have to stick with, you know. No mm-hmm. infinite whetstones. Uh you, you bring what you have with you and that's it. Um Oh yeah, no ledges. Fuck ledges. I hate ledges. That's that's probably the worst. I don't. In the world. I don't think no. I don't think ledges is a hot take. No, it isn't. Um, but uh, boots on the ground, like hardcore old school monster hunter. I think I I think that would qualify because a lot of people, <laughs> me included, I I enjoy the palicos. I enjoy the helpers because of the flavor aspect. Not necessarily because of the helping, because I mean, Lord knows, I mean, you played Freedom Unite. Uh, those cats are worth shit in Freedom Unite. <laughs> they die so quickly, and they don't do anything. And yeah. I miss the days <laughs> when combat was pure. Back in my day, oh, I, I like, I like how you're saying "back in my day," and I started before you. <laughs> yeah, you were like four years ahead of me. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was I was 
granted, late 2004, but I was still in year one, 2004. So that's it? That's your hot take? I don't, I don't hate you for it. It's just, um, it's interesting. Hardcore Monster Hunter. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Pan, I guess you're, you're up. Well, <clears throat> uh, like I said, uh, before we started recording, I spent a while trying to talk to my husband to figure out what sort of controversial opinions I have about stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, most of the stuff that I bitch and moan about is apparently stuff that everybody else bitches and moans about. But he, my husband thinks this this one's pretty spicy. Uh, mm-hmm. Oblivion is the best Elder Scrolls. Okay, I could see why. Better- because most, most people would say Morrowind or Skyrim. They wouldn't go... So S- Skyrim is a better video game than a- either of those. But it's not that great of an Elder Scrolls game, and it's very... A lot of shit is way too on the rails. Uh, In Morrowind, Morrowind suffers a lot from old-timey game flaws that we don't have anymore. Super obscurity, too. Like, like everything is so... Like, hey, I'm supposed to go do this. Bye. Here's this person's name. Where are they? Just their name. Northeast! They're in the Northeast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think Oblivion uh, is... <clears throat> I think Oblivion's the best uh, Elder Scrolls game. It's, uh, it, you know, there's... Uh, NPC... Every NPC has, like, a home and somewhere to live. Why is more clapping? Bravo. That... It is. It is one of the best. Well, actually, no. Hmm. <laughs> Elder Scrolls... Uh, I don't know. Which one is the best one? Is it four or five? It's five. Eh, I don't know. Skyrim, Skyrim. It, it, it's kind of its own animal. I I would say that four only, is better, though. The only one I ever beat was five. I will say that. Tisk tisk. Go back and play and number four. Outside Please. of one and two, outside of one and two, which I own, I own one and two. Um. I do not, I have never played, Oblivion would be the least played one that I have. I own that one too, but it's on Steam. That was before I had a problem with Steam. (laughs) It's hard to go back. It's like, it's like Monster Hunter. The quality of life stuff is just, Skyrim blew the other ones out of the water for the quality of life. That's, that's true uh, for going back to Morrowind. Like, I can't. I love that game. I spent two years of my life playing that game. Like, but uh, it hurts my eyes. Mm-hmm. It, it's it was made in the in the shit age of 3D graphics, where they had just figured out what to do with it and didn't know what they were doing. Oh yeah, some of, like uh, whatever those ant monsters were, they looked terrible. They were yeah. just or like awful. the the Khajiit from back then. <laughs> I remember <laughs> they that. Look, they look so shit. But Mar- yeah, yeah Morrowind makes my eyes bleed. Um, and like on the plus side that Morrowind has over Oblivion is that uh, because it's not voice acted, you don't have like the same five guys talking to you throughout the, re- the entirety of the game. All right. So that's that's one good thing Morrowind has, and also like everybody has like shitloads of dialogue because nobody had to s- say it, so like it wasn't as expensive to give all the NPCs, a shitload of dialogue. But I still think Oblivion's a better game. Uh, 
There's a lot of uh, super, super interesting, super engaging uh, quest lines. You know, the Great Prince one, the uh, the Dark Brotherhood. I just, uh, mm-hmm. I kind of wish the Morag Tongue had more to do in games that weren't Morrowind, but you know. Hmm. The Morag Tongue are the good guy Dark Brotherhood. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Mor- yeah, I, I've mor- never heard of them. Really? No, I played more. Yeah, I played Morrowind, but I didn't. I I didn't get far. Okay. Yeah. So the Morag Tong are this like holy uh, order of ninjas, who um, <coughs> basically they holy have permission ninjas. from like the uh, they have permission from like the ancient gods to kill people who need to be killed. And so hmm. it's by by the providence of those gods, like the names of those who need to be killed get like sent to the Morag Tong. And then the Morag Tong go kill those people. And uh, if you get caught on a Morag Tong mission, you're not supposed to get caught, but if you do get caught, you can be like, ah, I have I have this permission slip from the head of the Morag Tong. And they're like, oh, hmm. carry on then. They're good guys. Interesting. Yeah, the Dark Brotherhood is actually a splinter faction of the Morag Tong. Hmm. Yeah. So they're just less morally there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, they're fun. They're super fun. Um, so yeah, but uh, they haven't really been seen since Morrowind because they're basically, they basically operate out of Morrowind and then Morrowind got blown up. Hmm. Because, like, I'm, I think, like, a hundred years prior to Skyrim or something, there was a big volcano explosion and there's tons of, like, everybody died in Morrowind. Um, what other hot takes do we got? Uh, so I have one, um, another video game related one, considering mine was TV shows that we don't normally talk about. Um, so my hot take is that, um, Call of Duty is not a bad franchise. And for our, our, our general crowd, that would be a hot take. Um, and let me say this. I have not played the most recent one, um, but even Call of Duty fans are, are, you know, really down on it, on it as well, because, well, I was, it was made bad, but I'm not talking about that one in particular. Um, there is something to be said about having an arcade-like experience multiplayer, like where you are playing a less than hyper-realistic, like, Battlefield uh, you are playing a feels like a game is a game sh- first person shooter, and we haven't seen something akin to that since Halo be popular, right? Because like a lot of Halo, like it's it's fantasy stuff, but like we had that deluge of like modern warfare stuff uh, for yeah. a long time. But what made Call of Duty stand out is that it was still fun, and all those other things were. You know, fun to a degree, but it was more about, like, I don't know, immersing yourself in the experience more than just, hey, I'm going to go in here and just literally just blow heads off. Like, <laughs> like it's, I, I so I feel that that a, that a modern hot take, because, you know, like, ten years ago, this wouldn't be a hot, wouldn't been a hot take at all in the gaming community. But I think now I would like to say that we need more first person shooters of a higher caliber 
which is happening in the indie indie world a little bit. We're getting stuff like bullets per minute, ultra kill, this really flashy, cool new stuff that um, some of these I haven't really got to play yet, but I'm very excited to. Um, and I, you know, as you guys know, I'm still a big classic Doom fan, but classic Doom is classic Doom. It's just gonna it's just gonna have fun wads and map packs for the end of time. It's not going to really. Pro- <laughs> super progress i guess uh but um so i uh, i actually didn't know this and i this this came to me because of the game that we're about ready to do i watched a retrospective on one of my favorites uh is titanfall 2 and i've talked about titanfall 2 a couple times that's the that's the first person shooter where you get to like uh, wall run and jump. Well, I mean, you did that in Call of Duty as well. But then you get to call down the mechs and then kill everyone with a mech um, for a kill streak. And uh, the apparently they're also the people who made Jedi Fallen Order, which is the game that I'm going to be uh, reviewing with bickering bucks when we get Age of Calamity done. Oh, so I became a little more interested in Fallen Order because. Uh, Respawn Entertainment, uh, who is uh, the surviving people who left some of the Call of Duty studios uh, to make more first-person shooters. So, I guess more so, my my hot take is that we need more first-person shooters. Ew. Ew. Yeah. That's funny, because my next hot take would be that... uh, (laughs) We don't? We need to abolish... The entire genre of first-person shooters, because it is fucking garbage. It is actual trash. I hate first-person shooters. It needs to go die in a hole. It is it is entirely toxic community. All the games are exactly the same. Fuck it. Hold up! It's I terrible. need to get some popcorn. I need to get some popcorn for this. Oh man, that's Let's my go. bad take. Yo, guys! I absolutely hate first-person shooter games, except for Doom. Doom is the only one that is good. Everything else can get flushed <laughs> down the toilet because they're all exactly the same. The only thing that they've got is the gimmick, <laughs> the theme. You know, it's this exact same genre. It's just this first-person shooter guy all with right. a gun. Boom, boom. Dear listeners, game. dear listeners, uh, Cham looks like Morn just kicked his puppy. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I did more than that. It looks like I fucking strangled his kids, shat in his pillowcase, you know, marked oh my, my territory gosh. all over his bed, and then He's like a... just suplex the dog right and just break its back over my fucking knee. Save me. And then burnt his house down, went over his ex-wife, and then like you know, oh never mind. I'm I can't even say that on the on the freaking channel. Oh my god. Cham looks so sad. Now he looks. <laughs> now he looks crazy. Oh but he's got like, this. He's got this sad little dude guy action figure. That? All right, yeah. guys, let's oh, go. D- justify the existence of first-person shooters, Fort. What? <laughs> what? I, I, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Proof is on. The burden of the prosecution, not the defense. Uh, unlike in Phoenix Wright, for some <laughs> bullshit reason. Yeah, for some strange reason. <laughs> okay, alright. So, I, I'm going to avoid nostalgia and that kind of stuff. Because that's not a valid reason, even though, for me, that is a high uh, reason why I'm still into first-person shooters. But, um, 
we don't have a lot of modern arcade games that work. Mm-hmm. So first-person shooters delve into that more than any other genre these days, other than indies, of course, right? We still have arcade indies. I would say the next would be horde mode shooters, like third-person horde mode stuff. Yeah. Uh, they get very arcade-y. Um, and there's something to be said, even though I'm not a numbers guy, of something that it's like, hey, fit the experience because you killed this thing, pop up on the screen. Super flashy stuff, that you know, the high high pace adrenaline kind of stuff. And first-person shooter is attempting to be immersive, but enough backed away that you can still take that as a fun experience. Now, in, in your own, I think in your own um, exclusion of Doom, right? Because that is what I, what I was saying is I want more high quality, right? Yeah. And Have Unreal Tournament. I think Unreal Tournament, like um, the original, yeah. is that's definitely worth keeping. So, um, Morg, uh, how about this? I, cha- I I challenge you. Oh. Okay. I challenge you. All right. Okay. There are a couple games. You don't even have to play the multiplayer. Just play the single player. Yeah. Right. That I would like you to look into if you can. Okay. All right. Now, so, some of them are on Switch or will be coming on Switch. All One right. of them is. Uh, so, have you ever played the classic Dooms? Yep, I have them. Okay. And I enjoyed them. They're really, really good. Okay, they're they're a good entry point for what shooters used to be. Now, uh, there is, um, uh, sorry, Project Warlock. I've talked about this a couple times. Uh, you were yeah. on the show when I talked about this. Play mm-hmm. Ch- Project Warlock. Okay, if I'll you give can. that one a shot. I do believe that is on Switch. Dusk. Dusk is coming to the Switch. It is. I own it on PC. Um, and the only reason why I haven't started Dusk is because I'm really vying to get that into a Bickering Bucks episode. And I don't want to spoil the experience. Um, and then the third one. Uh, crap. I gotta. Uh, right. uh, I gotta. Gotta find the name of it. Project Warlock. Go. Um, now this is a new one on me, but I've heard nothing but good things, which is bullets per minute, which is a shooter mixed with a rhythm game. Ah, okay. All right. Jesse liked that one a lot. Sold on this. Yeah. I was going to say Jesse, Jesse actually had that in that game of the year talk that we were, that we did. Um, bullets per minute. I forgot about that. that. I think it's just, yeah, it's BPM. Um, oddballs out there. Odd world strangers wrath. So an Odd World series has a first-person shooter. Odd Worlds. Hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Odd Worlds. What is it called again? What is the uh, Strangers like, Wrath? Strangers Wrath. Yep. Yeah. Project Warlock. Dusk. I would hmm. skip Painkiller. Dusk. Okay. Another one that I really want to play is Ghost Runner. Hmm. Ghost Runner is like a mix between an FPS and uh, Mirror's Edge. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Dust See, this is what I Ghost want. I, there needs to be more innovation in the genre. And that's where I yes. agree with you, Morg. Yes. It needs to stop being the same game over and over and over again because it's such a yes. money grab. Like. I feel bad for people who really, really are passionate about this genre that really love playing it because they're all a bunch of fucking sheep. I'm sorry. Well, not you, Fortuan. Obviously not you. But the rest of you, you're all sheep. All of you. 
Hey, Go develop some a, taste. A sheep is a type of goat, and goats are still one of my favorite animals. Goats are actually intelligent, though. That's the difference. Sheep are just well, terrible sure. animals to keep because I keep sheep. They're ugh. no, I'd rather have a goat. At least goats are clever. They have very oh. deep personality. You should go talk to one. Dude, I spent five years volunteering in a petting zoo. I'm good. I got my fill of goats. <laughs> that reminds me. I heard I heard somewhere today that Titanfall 2 has an active, a very active user base on Steam. I might be breaking my Steam rule. <laughs> uh I definitely know for a fact that I'm going to get a lot of hate from this episode. Oh my god, people are just going to like... That's the uns- point. Like, going to stop listening. They're going to be like, I hate this guy. He's such a douchebag. Just called me a sheep. Hey. Yeah. Good press and bad press. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, everybody loves a hater. It's only $10. <laughs> Which game? Titanfall 2. Oh. At least that game has the ability for you to be able to just jump into a giant mech and then just go around and just kill everything. That's different. Mm-hmm. I'm saying this as I'm buying it right now on Steam. No, I'm not. I don't have my credit card with me. Never mind. I'll do it after the show. So, that's my hot take and then apparently Morgs. <laughs> yes. So deeply polarizing. I am so sorry. It people. hurt. That hurt me. That hurt me. <laughs> Pam, did you have another? People need to quit bitching about Rangers in D and D fifty. Yes. Yes. I, I agree. actually agree. Oh my god! Yes. They've, they've set out so. Now here's the thing. I used to be. I used to be. I used to be. So hating on wizards for how they cocked up rangers in fifty. But here's the thing: they've lit every fucking book that comes out for five e. I know I have all of them. Has a new hot fix for rangers. There's so many hot fixes from wizards about rangers. You can just pick one and take it. Has anybody ever played Gloomstalkers? Like my husband damn. did, and it, my husband did, and he said it was boring as hell. He did it for like five le- to like level five. He was bored as hell, so then he uh, he switched to uh... shit. What did he switch to in that campaign? He switched to a uh, glamour bard. Oh, that's actually a pretty good one. Yeah, I uh, I had a lot. One of my favorite characters is a five E ranger, mm-hmm. and it was a vanilla five E ranger. Oh, oh. Ooh. Now here's 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 Wait, here's my what here's here's how? gonna be a a, a pseudo hot take from Fortuan on this one. Um, if you're building a character, build the personality before you build the class. There yep. you go, people. That's how that's how you can play a quote unquote bad class and still have fun with it. Yeah. Um, uh, I've talked about him several times. I think I, I think you guys know about him. Nil, who was the uh, sort of like mirror image of Link. 
that was he was a vanilla ranger and i actually did something you're not supposed to do even in vanilla rangers i actually split my focus between archery and sword and shield because that's what link does ew well you know what At, at least you fit the theme for it you know um one thing that i really didn't like is that uh they kind of like hey you can take an asi or you can take a feat and i was like uh that feels bad uh so i never took any asis <laughs> i only you took feats. never increased your stats no how high did you roll not very high. Um, he had a terrible intelligence score. I do believe he was at seven, um, which is which is par for the course for Link. That's not actually pretty on par. Um, but he has to solve all I those puzzles. Ha- uh, I had party members, uh, and I also tried to brute force everything. And you can't tell me that Link tries to brute force stuff with puzzles because he does. Hey, some of those like, puzzles hey, let's are just push very this clever, giant... I'll have you know. No, there are some clever puzzles, but there's also puzzles where, like, oh, I can't solve it because I'm not er strong enough to push this block. I need mm. my gloves. Like... Dude, have you seen the cutscenes from Wind Waker? Link's a dumbass. Oh, yeah. Also a kid in that one. A very much a kid in that one. No! Uh, no! At the very beginning, he has his birthday where he is legally an adult on that island. That's why he gets... 11? That's why he gets to wear the green clothes. It's true. It is, yeah. And then he, he has doesn't his, even want to wear the green clothes. He has his coming-of-age like, birthday. And he's like, I don't want to wear this stuff. It's stupid. <laughs> Wind, Waker's, oh Wind Waker is such an underappreciated... I don't care how much it gets appreciated. It's always going to be underappreciated game. <laughs> I, when it came out, everyone shat on it. I remember well, yeah, that. Because it wasn't... Because it was cartoony. Oh, kid well, Nintendo, Wind Waker, cartoony. We're talking yeah. GameCube, aren't we? Yeah, it was GameCube. Yeah. Um... Because people were expecting, like, realistic graphics because of the GameCube demo. Um, Man. Sorry, I'm still getting notifications. Nintendo with its kid-level graphics! Everything's in 360p! Yeah. It never ends. Oh, yeah, they've upgraded um, to 540p. Oh, they've upgraded a, to 720. Here's a here's a here's a quick hot take that's not really a hot take. Graphics don't mean shit in a game. There we go. Yeah. Yep. That's a hot <laughs> take don't. if you're 14, dude. I know. That's why I said it's kind of not a hot take, but it's going to feel like one to some people. Undertale would like a word. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was like uh, when people were complaining about the Monster Hunter stuff. I was like, hey, you know, like uh, I guess Super Mario World is just stupid now. <laughs> I guess no one cares about Super Mario World or yeah. like Super Mario Three. Yeah. Although Some somebody of the greatest yeah, games call all up time. everybody up. who does classic Tetris tournaments, tell them to cancel for for the rest of the ages because nobody <laughs> cares about low graphics games. You're not allowed. To create those sequences, creating those four perfect rows anymore. Sorry. You know, people care about graphics and that's it. We did just get done bitching about Morrowind and how it makes our eyes bleed, guys. Correction, I did not bitch about that. Have part. you seen how the Argonians run? 
Like, yes. <laughs> they're lizards. That's their legs. Like, <laughs> they look like a basilisk walking on water. They're like it's. That's what ridiculous. they're supposed to be. That's what they're supposed to be. Yeah, but they do it on well, land they're, slowly. They're, like, uh... <laughs> like the most ridiculous thing I had ever seen. I I played. Okay. What was it? Um, I played Oblivion first, and then I went back to play Morrowind, and I was like, "What the fuck have they done to you? You, you, you okay, were cool. Let's, you look like dragons. You could have like awesome spikes and shit." And I, could, I even actually designed my Argonian uh, to be albino so that he'd glow in the dark blue. And I thought I never thought I could do that in a game. And I was like, "This is fucking awesome!" And then I go back and play Morrowind, and I'm like. Oh, I did it wrong. Can't seem to do it right. There we go. That's the sound I was looking for. Just wanted to smack. Which the ended up the face. silent on Discord. He finally what? gets it right, and it's just utter silence. Smack a bitch. Yeah. Anyways. To Jesus. Lord, I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. Red. I knew that this is what this episode was going to be. I knew. <laughs> Ooh, hey, we're having fun red. though. That's the point, right? Have yeah. fun. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I'm, exactly. I, I told Steve, I told Steve I laughed, right before he went I down. Mean, like I was like, this is sad. This is really sad. I told Steve right before I went down to the basement to start recording. I'm like, all right, so basically we're just gonna wind Morg up for two hours and watch him go. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But uh <laughs> anyways, Wizard has re- Wizards has released enough hot fixes for Rangers that you guys can either pick one of the like four hot fixes or one of the like 7 billion unearth arcana versions or homebrew yeah. your own based off of a mix match of the hot fixes, but y'all have enough options with Rangers that you can all just stop bitching. Agreed. Mhm. Agreed. Uh, I was, I was, I was okay with Vanilla Ranger. <laughs> I had fun with it. So any sort of hot fix is, is a okay. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Or okay. you could just play as an arcane archer. I mean, yeah, it's not. That's not what I was going for at the time. <laughs> I've never done. I've never done it. That arcane class is archer. dumb. <laughs> it's like I've got magic arrows. Pew pew. Oh man, yeah. When it's like, oh, it looks like I stole just... a, stole a page out of the book of the ranger. Oh boy, I bet they're real happy with me. Uh, I wonder who when the literally cut was anyone came can up just with that one. Buy magic arrows. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Meanwhile, like my husband, his character. Uh, he leveled up, and I guess one of the new rules in Tasha's is that uh, on level up, you can't if you can justify it in story, you can switch your subclass. Oh. That's the that's the TLDR version. It's you you have a oh. moment of inspiration that uh, you your character experiences a moment of inspiration, and you uh, you find that your path in life has uh, has uh, changed, and that you switch subclasses. So he went from the artificer who makes. Uh, who makes like minions to the artificer who uses cannons? No, okay. So uh, this is, oh. by the way, you might have seen it, Fortwan. This is the character who cut off his arm when he got the zombie juice in his hand. Yes, I oh. did see that discussion. Yeah, so he. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, 
It got into my head. Well, it's going bad. No, dude. No, 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 no. She was talking on a Discord about specifically about this character. Oh. Yeah, okay. Because I was thinking Bruce Campbell there for a minute. No, no. Um, The team was, like, tracking down this this necromancer in the sewers. And uh, Mm -hmm. they find this not, not at all sketchy potion seller in the sewers. Who has this miracle regeneration potion uh, that he's willing to sell to the players? Uh, you know, he's he, these guys aren't his usual his usual customers, but he'll he'll you know they know his usual customer. And he'll 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 make a deal with them. So they they check out the potion and stuff, and he's like, "Well, wait, will this potion really magically regenerate stuff?" And he's like, "Yeah, just try it." So the geniuses decide that one of them will cut <laughs> their hand and then pour the regeneration potion from the not sketchy at all potion dealer into the cut. And as he watches it healing over, he's like, oh, can somebody detect magic on this potion, please? So they detect magic, Oops. and the potion gives off the same magic as the zombies they've been tracking. And he's like, well, mm. shit, there goes my hand. And he just, he's like, I, I cut off my hand. Mm. Yeah, that, that was a genius move there. <laughs> yep. I remember it. It was a. It was a. It was an enlightening discussion on that on that Discord for sure. I did not partake, but I I watched it. <laughs> um, a, a callback to Morg's rant. I'm actually wearing a Turok shirt. So, yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> I uh, I got a couple of shirts from uh, Awesome Games Done Quick. They did a sale on their shirts for the Yeti or Yeti store. So I got that, and I got uh, Luigi hugging Gooigi from Mario uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Okay. And my daughter really likes Gooigi. Um, but yeah, so I have a hot take that is not video game related. Um, Batman is a terrible superhero. Batman isn't even a superhero. He's not super, and he's not a hero. Okay. He's just a mentally yeah. scarred individual <laughs> who likes to adopt 12-year-old boys to dress them in scantily clothed costumes <laughs> where their thighs are sticking out. Dude, and send them out to like, go on quests, beating up bad guys in the middle of the night! Fan was like, He's okay a fucking with lunatic! Like, Dude, okay, chill. Morg, go read the boys. Go read it. Go read the comic. Alright, alright. Te- because Tech Knight is exactly that, mm-hmm. and it can it can sort of calm it can help it can give you some catharsis with Batman. Yes, because uh, Tech Knight is uh, in a world where there are superheroes. Tech Knight is a rich guy who just has a power suit, and he tends to kidnap little boys and make them his sidekicks. <sighs> and uh, nice, <laughs> that just echoes everything. Because Batman. it's because it's an edgy comic book. Uh, they. Bad things happen to them. Yeah. Okay, but uh, um, go on about Batman. Oh, what? what I don't like of- Batman because all of his solutions are I was always prepared. I always had the money. And I figured it out when you weren't around. That's it. That's what Batman is. He's just like all the answers and money solves everything. And I'm like... That's not. It's like more boring than Superman. Superman's pretty fucking boring. Like, 
<laughs> like, uh, I really, I mean, there are movies that I like, like, uh, I like the Dark Knight movie, right? I think that's the only, and I like, I like the, the, this, the hokey ones, uh, like the one with Mr. Freeze, uh, Morg, was it you? No, it was not you. It was Ace who was quoting Mr. Freeze, Arnie's Mr. Freeze when we were oh, fighting yeah. Legombi. Uh, yeah. So, like, I like the hokiness of Batman, but, like, him as an actual superhero, I'm just like, nah, man, I just don't, I enjoy, I don't, I don't enjoy anything about this. Yay, capitalism, question mark? Like, <laughs> I think the only thing of merit that he does is he just adopts orphans. You know, probably because he relates. I know. But, I mean, it, again, it, they die. It did set they up. keep getting killed off by the Joker. No, like, no, no, well, no. No. Only one did. Only one. No, Only one, one of did. them actually didn't get killed by the Joker because he ended up turning into the Red Hood. But, like, still, like, he got the shit kicked and out of him with a crowbar. And then he was left in a warehouse and got blown up. Or at least you'd think he got blown up until you find out he was never dead to begin with. And he turns into an into a, an anti-hero, you know, fighting crime and, you know, but, like, taking it to the next level. Yeah, killing people. And that's killing another thing. Villains. Batman's really stupid because he never kills the bad guys. You know what the problem with that is? The Joker keeps getting out of jail and then killing thousands of people until, you know, eventually, finally, at the very end of whatever arc you're looking at, you know, Batman finally catches him and it's like, enough is enough, you know, you're going to jail again or whatever. And the Joker's like, oh, I'm just going to get out and kill more people anyways. You know what? Maybe I'll just kill you right now. And there was like even a sequence, I think it was in um, The Dark Knight Returns. Man. Um, which was an 80s uh, graphic novel where, like, Batman was just getting stabbed in the gut, like, repeated over and over and over again. And then he's like, fine, you know what? Enough's enough. Breaks his neck. That's the end of the Joker. And, like, I was like, took you long enough, old man. Like, you're, like, 60 years old now. Like, my God. Uh, couldn't have been cathartic knowing that, you know, like, however many... He couldn't even keep track of how many people were killing the Joker. Oh, no, wait, no. He did, but the Joker had no idea how many people he killed. But he didn't care because he likes doing it. He's the Joker. And Batman holds himself responsible for it. But he never did anything about it. But then again, I mean, like, what is he going to do? Like, be conscientious about what now, he's doing? Because he's a vigilante. Either way, what he's doing is illegal. I don't know. So, uh, I, I would like to say that one of my favorite movies is is a pseudo-Batman movie, and that is the Lego Batman movie. And mm -hmm. Dick Grayson being the orphan, that bit in that movie, I love it so much. Because uh, when he's talking to Bruce Wayne at the party or whatever, he's yeah. like, oh yeah, all the kids, all the kids, the orphans, you call me Dick. And he's like, ah, kids are mean. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, like, honestly, oh, now, if we were to talk I about hot takes, line. now, here's my hot take, wait, okay? Wait, wait, I want to defend only... Batman! Okay, yeah, you go ahead and okay. defend Batman. But I've got my hot take about Batman to come still. <laughs> I'm not even finished. You I didn't think wait. about it until Pan wore the Batman shirt. I have I Batman boxer briefs. Else. Like, I've got, like, the logo right on my crotch. Like, it, that's like, you know, that should say something about how much, you know, I'm, I'm okay with Batman. In some regard, I like the I like the 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 meaner Batman or what I'm about to say. You, you'll find out. Okay, you'll find out what kind of Batman I like. So recently, uh, because we got an HBO Max subscription, 
Oh. Uh, we uh, we have been watching the DC animated universe movies, mm-hmm. and these movies basically they are they are very well an- very well animated movies that are basically based off of uh, plot line famous plot lines from the comic books and whatnot. So we're basically getting the highlights of the best comic move, you know, best uh, comic stories. And uh, anyways, Batman's awesome, and he actually runs into problems he can't solve and needs help from other people, and it's fun. That and actually is really. You need good. to fucking watch Son of Batman and Justice League Dark. You know what Justice League Dark is? It is an animated mm-hmm. movie where Batman teams up with John Constantine. Oh, nice! Hey, funny story. Not not to not to bring the room down. My uh, my first date with my ex wife. We went to see Constantine in theaters. The Keanu Reeves one. Oh, <laughs> I actually really like that movie. So yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, uh, Batman: Bad Blood. That one's that one's. I I kind of hated that one, but for reasons that have nothing to do with the depiction of Batman. But uh. Uh, let's see, what else other, um, what's another one we watched involving Batman that was really good? Uh. The Killing Joke is really good. We, we haven't gotten that. to that one. Yeah. We haven't gotten to that one yet. That, uh, there's, like, a watch order, because apparently, uh, a lot of these movies have, like, references to each other, um, so yeah, they tie into each other. Yeah, there is a chronology. So there's yeah. a, there's a watch order, so we haven't gotten to that one. Batman, uh, Justice League Dark was the last one we watched, actually. Okay. Um. Hey, uh, Morg, I have a comment about your, your boxers. Yeah? <laughs> Did it show up? We didn't need to know that you got Batman. He sounded a little jealous of, uh, he sa- never mind. I'm not gonna stop was that, there. Was it backwards? No, because the no, no, it was fine. Okay. No, okay. I just decided to stop myself. TMI. But, uh, the Batman, <laughs> Batman in the DCAU is great. <laughs> and I will not have his hey, name besmirched. That's only one pair of underwear that I have. That's only that naughty. No, no I'm kidding. No, I'm we're kidding. done talking about your underwear. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, how many people can I make uncomfortable in this no, no. episode? Oh boy. Here's let's where you put out. the three hours later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, that's boy. why. No, just kidding. But uh, and now I I have to admit, Pan, you are right. It, there are there is good entertainment in Batman. My problem is the very concept of Batman. It, like, it is a bad take. Oh well, no, that is not a bad take. It's actually a good take on a bad character. But who who doesn't want to be a who doesn't want to be a fantastically wealthy ninja? Think of all I the things he could I be can't. doing with that money. He could be he like, has, providing I, free power to the city. He does. He could actually he like does. funding the police. He does. No, he's he's super. He's super good. To the Wayne Foundation funds all kinds of bullshit. Yeah. Has he no, cured cancer yet? I don't, he should. I don't know. We just he talked better. about I Am Legend earlier. We don't need to go into this again. All right. <laughs> now, do you want guys want to know what my bad take is on Batman? Wait, one more thing, one more thing. In uh, sure. Oh God, which one is it? I want to say it's Batman versus Robin. I think 
Uh, he teams up. What is that like? Justice League versus Teen Titans. There was that too. Yeah, I saw. I remember that. Yeah. No, I forget. Weird. No, so no, weird. no. It, it wasn't Batman versus. It wasn't Batman versus Robin, but whatever. In one of these, uh, you know, Batman he hooks back up with Catwoman and stuff, right? No. Yeah. Okay. Do you know who Damian Wayne is? Yes. Okay, he's he's one of the Robins. He is Bruce Wayne's son mm-hmm. with uh, Talia Al Ghul. Because Morg mm-hmm. looks confused. Oh, yeah. Morg looks confused. Okay. No, no, no. I know. Okay, I know okay. who. Uh, okay, okay. I know who so, uh, Rachel Ghul is. Okay, Rachel Ghul. Talia Al Ghul is his daughter. Yep. She and Bruce had a thing, and then had a baby. Mm-hmm. That's Damian Wayne, and he's the he is the current Robin in like the comic books and stuff. So he mm-hmm. didn't steal that orphan. Yeah, he made well, he made that. he made that one himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is it technically even an orphan? No, he probably dies at some point, and he has to, and Damien has to take over at some. Point. There's a couple of times. Well, he's yeah. probably just an unlucky bastard, yeah. if you know. What I mean, like. Well, anyways, there's this. I doubt very highly that they married. There is this wonderful scene. Uh, where, uh, Bruce Wayne, he's, he's all, like, dressed up to go out on a date with Selena Kyle, and, uh, Damien calls him, and he says, Father, I must caution you against relations with this harlot. And he goes, (laughs) Now, Father, it's not that I don't like existence, but you have shown poor judgment in women in the past. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You want to know my secret identity? <laughs> That's his real weakness right there. It's like hot chicks. You know, the bad girls. He's always like, Did you know I'm Batman? Or, or, and he'll like be in Batman for him be like, hey, Did you know I'm secretly like this big billionaire dude, whatever. I thought I'm for person. I was this big company that, you know, I... I practically oh god Oh I'm actually Bruce Wayne! Oh, I could really use a glass of water. Oh, I'm something of a mouth breather, but it's not my fault, it's because this mask it doesn't allow me to breathe through my nose. It's also because his nose uh, has been broken too many times. Yeah. Where's Rachel? Okay, so what are your other hot takes on Batman? There's only a few good Batman out there, and one of them is Val Kilmer. Okay, that's, all, that's no, one I of like the two really I good really Batman. like the, the I really like the 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 really crazy ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're fun movies. Adam West. Those are the only two good Batman that I know of, and the only oh, you don't like the Michael is, Keaton. Yeah. You don't like the Michael Keaton. Uh, he's just not Batman. It's not in his face. He's he is more of a Beetlejuice than a Batman. Sorry. What about Kevin Conroy? Some mm. of the voice actor, right? He was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was he was the best animated Batman. Really, he should be the only animated Batman. I don't think Just he like can replace Mark him. Hamill's the guy the, the guy they've got doing the DCAU movies is really good. Hmm. Oh yeah, and Steve Bloom is Batman in a few of the in a few of the movies. Yeah. The point stands is that Val Kilmer, when he was playing as Batman, you know that he doesn't kill for vengeance. 
he only ever kills out of necessity. Like that one scene where uh, Tommy Lee Jones, the when he was playing as Two-Face, there's that sequence at the very end where he's got them all at gunpoint and you know full well that he's going to kill them all. And then um, Batman like tricks him into flipping a coin, but he's got a handful of quarters. <laughs> throws them up in the air and then he's like, oh, no, I got to check all, like, which side they all flip on? And then he falls to his death and went into that, like, massive pipe or whatever it is. I can't remember what it was. It's like some sort of a drain that More acid. exists. I don't know. It, Riddle. Riddler has, like, this huge bottomless pit. But, yeah, anyways, yeah. Didn't it didn't directly kill him, but, I mean, like, he instigated it, so technically he did murder him. But, I mean, like, he did it out of necessity. He didn't do it out of vengeance. But, I mean, like, when he takes Robin under his wing, you know, parents get killed by big bad guy, exactly like how Bruce Wayne is. He's like, no, you probably shouldn't, you know, go after him like that or kill him and stuff like that because, you know, it's it's not going to fix the problem that's inside of you. You know, like, vengeance doesn't heal the injuries. What was it, Francis Bacon? Um, he said that re uh, revenge uh, keeps... Uh, keeps the old wounds green and they don't and they never heal i can't remember what what the exact line was or at least the phrase was but when he wrote that paper i thought it was actually quite inspired and very true but you know like you know yeah basically what val kilmer's batman was like well he's like well you'll kill one bad guy but that won't be the end of it you know you'll move on to the next one and then there'll be another one that you kill and another one and another one and another one until eventually you become the bad guy killing people like you know full circle you know you become the monsters that's, that you slay that was the that was the whole point of uh the dark knight thing you ever you either die a hero or live long enough to, uh, to become, become the, the villain. villain yeah yeah it was a good line. sorry christian bale but you just did a terrible job voice acting for batman i'm not wearing hockey pants i just hated his voice but yeah um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And Adam West, he's a deputized agent of the law. He can't do any wrong, and he doesn't kill the bad guy. He never kills the bad guy. And the bad guys never kill anyone in the Adam West um, series. Like, in the 60s, cart like well, not cartoons, but the 60s show, it was just goofy. I don't I don't yeah. think they were they were allowed to kill anyone on TV back then. Exactly. I think there were, like, some laws passed that uh, prevented violence from actually being on television. What are the... They're not guns. Guns were totally fine. Really? Huh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Andy Griffith show. Has a lot of guns. Huh. Well. My dad was watching it the other day. I walked in to the Andy Griffith show and, um... And Bonanza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Oh, is it? I can't remember his name. Don Knotts character. Barney Fife. The deputy. Barney. Yeah. Barney accidentally shoots the porch. It was actually a really funny bit because he was showing the kid like, now all, all, you never, he was trying to teach the kid gun safety and he's like, you know, you got to treat them like they're going to go off at any time and you can't do this, this, and this. <laughs> and then Barney accidentally shoots through his holster in, into the ground on on uh, Andy Griffith's porch. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh my and, god uh, but i mean like and then the, and then the andy griffith is like give me the gun barney and then he's like now go wait in the car barney <laughs> <laughs> but you have this to pay, so you good. have to keep in mind that when they're using them like that they're they're gags 
you know? Like no, that's nobody's true. actually that's getting true. shot, you know, there isn't blood everywhere, you know, it's not super violent. But yeah, I mean, like, that's one of the reasons why I like the Adam West um, Batman televised series and the movie, because... Is that, it's is just, that why Stormtroopers never goofy, fun Cause... adventure. That's literally all it is. And, like, the riddles and the jokes in that series are just absolutely ridiculous. Like, what does a turkey do when it flies upside down? Oh, it gobbles up. Oh, oh, uh, great. Or, <laughs> mm, what weighs six ounces, sits in a tree, and is extremely deadly. And then Robin's like, hmm, a sparrow with a machine gun. And then, and then there's Commissioner Gordon's like, oh yes, of course. And I'm like, where did you come out to that conclusion? It's like, and, they were, and then they were like, hmm, what would gobble up a bird in a tree? <gasps> Heaven protect us, a cat, precisely. Now who would construct jokes, riddles, and have associations with cats? <gasps> it would be the United Underworld Organization, no doubt. And then you find out, yeah, it, it's it's the Riddler, the Joker, the Penguin, Black Cat, all no, sorry, Catwoman. Sorry, I mixed up the Spider Spider-Man character with the Batman one. Anyways, meh, they're kind of interrelatable. <laughs> they're like you know DC Marvel. They're very comparable to each other. But yeah, anyways. Yeah. Wow. Okay. The, uh, the winding up more under for two hours is not wrong. All right, you two need to watch Batman: Return of the Caped Crusaders. It okay. is a is an animated Batman cartoon that came out in like 2016, and it stars Adam West and Burt Ward and uh, Julie Newmar as uh, Batman, Robin, Catwoman, and it's basically okay. an animated hmm. Batman movie that makes fun of the ever living shit out of the old series. Hmm. Okay, is this another HBO Max thing? It, I don't know what what service it's on. I just remember watching it like a few years ago. Hmm. Okay. It was like one of the last things Adam West did before he died. Okay. Here, let's see. I don't know where you can watch it currently. Where is it? Planning. Return of the Cape Crusader. Finally... Okay. I am definitely going to check this out. I can finally take a look at what the hell Morg's picture is. What is that? Oh! It's a character that I made up a while ago. But no need to worry okay. about that. Um, Yeah. You know what? I'm going to keep in mind that because I actually do like the original series and I also like making fun of it because Here. it is incredibly goofy and stupid and hilarious like how how often do you see a series where batman walks into a bar and then asks for a fresh glass of orange juice and gets picked up by a chick it's uh you can watch it on amazon you can watch it on amazon for two bucks awesome i don't know if it's included with i'm gonna Prime. check that out mm. probably not Ooh, here in a few days i can watch the monster hunter movie Ooh. I did buy it. I did buy it, Pan. Uh, but it was it's like not released till like the eighteenth or something. Or oh, I was wondering I, about that. I yeah, can't wait for you to watch that hot shit. Oh man, it's gonna be amazing. Oh man, I'll have a new hot take. Monster Hunter movie was good. <laughs> <laughs> Ha 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 ha!
Now, I will say this. Like, a lot of people really shit on him for some of the movies he's made. And one of my favorite movies, uh, not favorites, but a movie I really like is Soldier. A lot of people say that it's a bad movie of his. And Soldier is the Kurt Russell movie where he plays, like, a lone soldier versus all these genetically engineered soldiers on this, like, sci-fi planet. Um, It is unintentionally funny in a lot of spots. There's, um... There's this part where there's like all these guys coming after him and he's like the one guy and they live in he's like hiding out in this peaceful community of like non-warriors or whatever. And uh, this lady is like, there's so many out there. What are you going to do? And he just like deadpan looks at her and like, like straight up just goes, I'm going to kill them all, sir. And then it cuts. (laughs) Like, Like, oh, my God, man. 90s action movies. Right there. Same with Tank Girl. Tank Girl is just an insane, amazing movie. Have you guys seen that? Oh, man. I prefer late 80s live action films. Those are really good. Tank Girl is essentially like an 80s movie. It's, oh, man. Um, Ice-T plays a mutant kangaroo. What? Yep, there's mutant kangaroos in this. It's a post-apocalyptic movie, um, where like the big bad guy is like shoving a device into people and draining them of their water. So like water is like a big resource that's going away. Um, mutant kangaroos, um, tank girl. Basically, she's called that because she falls in love with her tank. She gets a tank. She steals a tank, and uh, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. And I love it. Anyways, uh, Morg, do you have a hot take that wasn't playing off of mine? <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, boy. Oh, where do I even begin? You guys have got me all riled up now. I can't even think straight. Holy shit. I got um, one. I got one that will really set you off if you want that, if you want a starting point. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Just throw throw more fuel onto the fire for me, please. All right, you ready for this one? Because it's a pretty hot one. Okay, yeah. Let's. Hear it. All right. At the time, Four Ultimate was a good game. I no longer believe that Monster Hunter Four Ultimate's a good game. Why? Because of all the end game mechanics. Uh, that, that that really bogged down the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of means. all, which most of all, which is Apex. Mm-hmm. Um, Frenzy gets a little too out of hand in Four Ultimate. Um, it's okay, but essentially, it's a lot of mechanics to pad out game time, and Monster Hunter usually doesn't do that. Um, I came to this opinion when uh, Morgan and I have been grinding, and I mean literally grinding through. Um, Generations Ultimate um, because you have to do each person has to do their own quests 15 times per monster uh, in uh, the uh, why what, what am I thinking? The Deviants. I hate that bullshit. Uh, I don't know if you well here's the thing. The Deviants are fun. Apex is not fun. Like that's the difference. It's like the Deviants are like hey here's like an Arzerus that is, like, so incredibly hard that, 
we we what we attempted four times. We attempted and the, four times, and we couldn't beat it. Yeah, it was like thirty-one or thirty-two minutes was the last attempt, and I don't know if we got close. Oh, we uh, were very close. We broke the arms. We broke the head. Um, we managed to paralyze it. I think like three times, three or four times. Three or and, four times, yeah. Yeah, and uh, there were repeated uh, sequences where we were able to get it exhausted, I think, like three times, but we were constantly getting it enraged. And so it would just hit us yeah. with this huge barrage of attacks, and most of its attacks were either one or two hit KOs for both of us, like e- even but with like 800-plus armor on him. And I went in there, point- I think, with like six. Oh, man, it, it, it was devastating. Uh, but... but- it was fun. That's the point. Yeah. Apex was never fun. It, nothing about Apex monsters are fun. Apex are um, just terrifying and stressful. Did you... Now, I know you didn't get too far in Fuller Ultimate Pan. Um, do you know what I'm talking about when I say Apex? I know what you're talking about, but I don't think I got that far in the content in that. Okay. <laughs> well... It, Either way, they were terrible. Um, um, and now yeah. I do, I I do understand why, because <laughs> this is kind of a uh, this is kind of a feel bad because I, I like Wolfie so much and she's so nice for you know coming on last week. But this started with me because she t- tweeted out it's her favorite Monster Hunter, and I'm like, honestly, it's one of my least favorites because of the Apex stuff. Um, and the reason why she said it was his favorite is why I love Four Ultimate. We got so many cool monsters in Four Ultimate. We got. You know, we got Regios, we got Nercilla, we got um, Ketchawacha, we got a lot of really cool devi- uh, deviants from that. No, not deviants. Um, gosh, the naming conventions on these things are stupid. Mm-hmm. Subspecies or rare species. The special colored ones. Yeah, the 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 color swaps like the subspecies. But I, subspecies. There yeah. you go. Like Ash Ketchawacha. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is just a hilarious name. <laughs> Gotta catch up! Ash, it sounds like he said ass. <laughs> well, there's that too. Um, Ash, catch But like, um, you know, the monsters are always the fun part. But you get into the end game mechanics of these games. You know, when you when you're an avid player, like you know, most of us are in you know in this Discord even. Um, like you get to Apex and you're like. Oh no, I ran out of my Y stone. I guess I'll dodge for 20 minutes until the Y stone comes back. Yeah. Or bounce. Like, yeah. I just, I never found that. And so many people are like, oh, it's so amazing. And I'm like, no. I, I, I mean, I guess there are people who are into BDSM and getting hit and hurt and stuff. I mean, that's not my thing, though. I'm not, I'm not into punishment. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, just, I mean. Uh, the thing about it was, was that, <clears throat> yeah, like, picture the idea of a monster that is frenzied, except it does way more damage than a frenzied monster would normally do. Um, it's uh, hella faster, and, um, yeah, when uh, when you're attacking with a weapon, even if you have purple sharpness and mind's eye or fencing, if you want to, you know, refer to the old days, mm-hmm. um, if, you, if you didn't knock it out of its apex state using Y-stones... Or if you weren't using Y stones at all to begin with, your attacks would be just bouncing off constantly, and you would not be doing well. I mean, you would still be doing damage, but not as optimally as if you were using Y stones or being able to knock it out of its apex state. 
And getting it out of the Apex state can be quite difficult, especially if you're fighting an Apex Diablos when it spends all of the time under the fucking ground. Ugh! That is true facts. That is the only Diablos I don't like to fight. The only one. I love everything of like, I didn't get to fight Bloodbath until you posted it more because I still can't get to it because I haven't done the other Deviants yet. Yeah. Um, we will get we will get to it though. That is my goal before Rise. So my my hot take is that Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate has the best end game so far, in the Deviants specifically. And you mm-hmm. know what? Most people hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people actually hate the Deviant system. And I'm one of the people I love it. who actually, yeah, I like it too, which is really funny because a lot of people are like, it's just hunting the same monster over and no. over again. No, it is not the same monster. No, it no. is a red helm is not an Arzorus and it is, it's very it is like an Arzorus. It is, it has some of the same moves, but. Well, even, like, yeah. in the idea of they're like, well, I'm just hunting the same Deviant over and over and over again just to get their levels higher up. And I'm like, no, the quests are actually very different. Each each of these quests mm-hmm. that you do, each level that you go up, it has yeah. a different level of difficulty to it and different set goals that you have to achieve before you can complete the mission. Like, some of them will be, like, a capture mission where you're not allowed to bring any of your own stuff or there will be a capture mission where you have <laughs> like the one not we failed last night. <laughs> I know. No, no. Uh, so, no, or you so- just kind of reminded me like, I love Deviants because I fucking love the Dread Queen Rapier. It's my, yeah, that really is my cool. favorite sword and shield, uh, the Dread Queen Rapier. And I, and the, uh, the Dread King armor is my favorite armor. It's really, like, really that, good. That was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I still haven't yet to fight Dread King. I am going down the list, so I'm not to him yet. I have never fought Dread King. We fought the Hellblades because we did it with Jay. Um, but I have never fought the Dread King. I have never fought the Soul Seer, I have, uh, which is the Mitsune. Mm-hmm. I have never fought the uh, whatever. Oh, the Nightwing. Bolt Reaver is. No, I fought Bolt Reaver with you. If yeah, you remember. Uh, that was, that was we failed <laughs> we failed yeah. um but um uh what's no the uh the malfestio uh, oh, oh the nightcloak malfestio he's so yeah. annoying turning invisible yeah, all I the am, time can he's be a so bit fucking annoying. annoying i hate it i just gave up hunting him because i hated it he was so annoying was <laughs> yeah. so annoying. if you need help i can help you with it it's not it's not as hard as a fight as you as you might think if I have an easier time fighting that than a normal Malfestio, actually. Uh, I think that Hyper Malfestio is actually harder than a Nightcloak. Mostly because, like, just him turning invisible, you can even, like, um, pick out, like, little sequences where he'll kind of, like, flash and be sort of translucent. So you'll be able to pick out where it is, or at least get a good estimate of where it's going to be. And, yeah, like, it, it rarely uses its confusion half as much as a regular Malfestio, where it just spams the shit out of it um but yeah. i will say there there is a there is a small hot take to go along with this stuff but people know these ones that i consider kieran and pleasyeth in my top five monsters yeah like most yeah i remember that yeah uh, i, I <laughs> we, were, we were hunting with jay and jay was like i hate you i was like sorry oh kieran 
That's my Kieran honest opinion. Kieran is fun. Kieran is fun. I, I hate Bleasius, but Kieran is fun. I liked World's Kieran probably the best. I can handle um, GU Kieran, but Ooh, honestly... That's a good question. I think GU Kieran's my favorite. Um, GU Kieran is really easy to manage because uh, at, you can spam mounts if you use an aerial-style weapon and just knock it onto the ground. It, it or really adept isn't it. that big of a challenge. Or And you can use adept attacks, so you can avoid a lot yeah. of it. But if you're fighting like um, the original... Um, Kieran from like way back when? Oh, oh, that's an oh, entirely no. different story. I, that's a nightmare. I had, I had fun. I had fun in Generation One, Kieran. Generation One, Kieran didn't have you didn't have to deal with a lot of stuff in in Generation One. You would just run up, wait till he turns around, chop in the head, roll away. It was actually kind of a, in my opinion, an easy fight for a great sword or a hammer in Generation One. Mm-hmm. Generation two with longsword, it got a little rough because in gener- the early generations, Kieran, only hitting the head was the only viable spot because yeah. like everything else you bounced. Period. Because in those days, uh, you know, Gen one, we're talking green sharpness. In Gen two, we're talking at most blue. And then you get to um Freedom Unite. Freedom Unite. You get like purple. Then we got up we got we got all the way up to purple and Freedom Unite, but yeah, um, I will say another thing is I love Oroshi Kirin from Four Ultimate. That's that another, one's a like, cool that's, one. That's um, one thing that um, that I will say that even though I don't like Four Ultimate um, because of the endgame stuff, like the monsters that came in, like I was saying, are pretty awesome. And Oroshi Kirin, I would say, is one of my favorite uh, subspecies. Period. Yeah. Um, I would say that one and... Um, I was trying to think of it. It's another fourth generation one. I can't remember. It's it's not the Durambrus, but it's something like that. The uh, Barioth, the Barioth, the um, Sand Barioth. Oh, because it riding riding the tornadoes. Tornado, yeah, such, yeah, it's so cool. I remember um, that. That's a fun one. And uh, I know everyone's like, "Hey, this monster needs to come back. This monster needs to come back." <clears throat> um, obviously, Diablos and and Rise, but. On top of that, I need to see Monoblos. I want to see Monoblos return because we haven't yeah. seen him since four. Yeah, uh, four ultimate. So there we go. Anyways, that's that's another hot take for me. Um, Morg or Pan, you got? Uh, anyway. shit. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, if I was to order the games that I liked. Based off of what they had to offer in playstyle, um, the end game mechanics, or at least the post game, um, like what what it has to offer at the very end, what the story was like, if it was even relevant, um, uh, the armor, the weapons, and just the monster roster in, in total, I think I would have to put Freedom Unite at the top, followed by Generations Ultimate, then it would go for you. Then it would go probably 3U, and then it would probably go lastly, yeah, yeah, then it would lastly go Iceborne. Hmm. That's my hot take. I think putting Freedom Unite at the top is is pretty much the hot take. Yeah. That's enough for it. I'm willing to say Freedom uh... Unite is the best that Monster Rider has ever been, and I don't think it'll ever be better than that. 
Ooh, I don't know. I mean, Rise, Rise is going to be good, great, man. but it's no Freedom Unite, man. I'm sorry. You know, people are really upset about the owl now, too. Oh, really? What are the... <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> what are people saying? I'm oh, not on Twitter. No. What are they saying? What? They're like, oh, I don't want to see the monsters on the map all the time now. What do you think like, the scout flies were? What do you think gathering tracks was? What do you think paintballs were? Or the auto detect um, skill was in like the early generations? I don't. I don't know. Some people just really like the idea of like quote unquote hunting the monster, and you know, like you do still hunt. Like it's not. Oh, bro. Uh, I... Okay, I got another hot take right here for you. Monster Hunter stopped being Monster Hunter at Generation 5. Sorry, but I mean, you know, Monster Hunter died with um, 4 Ultimate. After that, it's just been something else. I'm a little confused by that statement. Um, It's still Monster Hunter. Mm, Is it though? Yes, it's still... I mean, it has the title... But is it really a Monster Hunter game? Is it really tell, tell, what we would define me. as being a Monster Hunter game? Okay, so there are monsters, correct? Yeah. And what do you do to the monsters? Alright, fine, I'll say it. <laughs> you kill them! <laughs> you bunga the shit out of them! Unga bunga, baby! Boom, boom, boom! You don't actually you... hunt them, you just beat the ever-living shit out of them. What what is hunting? Well, it's certainly not me going up to a, like a deer, like an elk or a polar bear, with like a seven foot tall greatsword that should easily weigh like two tons. You know, doing true charge slashes on it. <laughs> Sorry, but I mean, you know, it's just it's not realistically hunting. If it was realistically hunting, you'd shoot him with a rifle from like seventy yards away, and it'd yeah. be the end of it. Yeah. That's, that's um, pretty much what it would be if it was an actual hunting game. This is, like, hardcore combat, pretty much. So, I mean, like, <laughs> the aspects of hunting so, are, like, pretty much lost. So I just imagined Cabela's Monster Hunter. <laughs> it, I, I mean, if I were to put, if, if you were to nail Monster down Hunter a category. Cabela, I like that. Or, like, Monster Hunter Bass Pro. Oh, my God. Yes, Monster Pro. Yes! Uh, if you were to nail down oh. Monster Hunter in a genre, if you were to say Monster Hunter is in this this genre, I would put it in the hunting genre with the Cabela stuff. I would not... Like, it is... It is hunting. Like, you are supposed to be hunting. Morg, I'm going to just tell you you're wrong. Kulf Taroth, you we didn't hu- hunt it until, like, Master Rank, until it, Iceborne. It wasn't a hunt. It was literally... A hunt literally... doesn't mean... A hunt doesn't mean you're successful in killing it. A hunt is the act of going after it. Really? You have hunted something. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the definitions between what you what you say hunting oh, is. Oh if you if, if I'm going on a duck hunt, I don't have to have caught ducks to get uh, be on a duck hunt. Pursue and kill a wild animal for sport or food. Hmm. Yep. Oh, Hey! Oh my god! The British term for it actually fits for this game! Pursue a wild animal, especially a fox or deer, on horseback using hounds! 
They've actually brought the real rise. definition of hunting into Monster if Hunter Rise. It is except, finally the rebirth except, of Monster Hunter as we know it. We get to actually hunt monsters riding on hounds. Okay. Now, uh, and yes, I, I did take it out of context, but you know what? Who cares? I get to ride a dog. It's badass. Your dog is your horse. Your dog is your horse in this in this in this situation. That's true. Yeah. Um, I will say that I think Super Rad had a good point of of that fifth generation isn't um, very much in the spirit of Monster Hunter. It and really is. That's isn't. what you're going for. And that's what you're going for, and I don't disagree with that, but I think it is still Monster Hunter. It has just evolved into a, a way that maybe you didn't like, maybe I didn't like, but, you know, it's what got people into the series. It's, there's there's no arguing that it didn't become wildly popular in fifth generation. Like, it's... And it's yes, going to it continue... Did. And it's for the worst, because the masses are stupid. I'm sorry. All... Six point nine 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 billion of you. You're all a bunch of sheep. Every last one of you, pile of sheep. Sheeple. This is why we got Game of Thrones no, season eight. Taste. So mainstream. Ugh. <laughs> Full circle. Back to Game of Thrones. Um. Monster Hunter and Five you know, World is the only real Monster Hunter game because it was designed for the West. <laughs> I think Pan went deaf. This game is too Japanese. <laughs> Super kawaii. Everybody's a fucking weeb. Shut up. You're a I weeb. Say, I don't even. Yeah. I don't even know what Super Kawaii means. It means I super just heard cute. People say it. Kawaii, gen- yeah. Kawaii oh, okay. basically means cute. Okay. Yep. I've just heard it said. That's all. <laughs> um, I okay. only play so games that's... that are pay to win. Ooh, I'm now, a I, I, gamer. Ooh, yeah, I did get... amazing. Oh, boy. I, I did get into that fight with uh, a, a mutual friend of Pan and I's about how there are no monsters in Monster Hunter. Now that is a hot take. <laughs> uh, now that's funny. That was like that. That, that was. I was convinced he was trolling I made, you. Uh, he was not. He was purely definitionally monsters are werewolves vampires zombies is what his take was no and i was like dude dude you just eliminated most of the D monster manual there and you know like, what it's okay to put dinosaurs in the monster manual because a monster can be a real thing like so it just means an aggressive like creature essentially so basically what he creature. has done is he has concentrated the definition of monster to being a creature that is unnatural of human origin that's basically what he's done because yeah zombies were initially human to begin with vampires initially human to begin with werewolves initially human to begin with uh frankenstein's monster made of human parts mummies initially human before the transformation uh, a little bit. Well, if we're uh, talking, limited, if we're talking uh, D&D, these things didn't necessarily start as humans. Really? It's true. What about because we got elves? Because we got elves and dwarves and shit. 
Humanoids, then, okay? I'll be a little bit more inclusive, so I'll stop being a fucking racist. God. There's... There are also zombie dragons. There are also zombie dragons. Oh, I see. So they're allowed to develop societies with some sense of culture and intelligence and feelings. God damn. My entire... I mean, I've been playing... I got a D&D setting that's been going for, like, six years now that's a society of dragons. Thank you. No, I'm just making fun of it. No, they're allowed to have some sense of culture, okay? I like green dragons because their treasure hoard consists of collectibles like art and songs and music and poetry. And sometimes they even collect bards. (laughs) I just... Uh, Anybody who gets that joke, they've been playing Dungeons & Dragons long enough. They should know. Oh, no, I was just thinking about the Rick and Morty dragon episode. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> uh, Would you like okay. to soul bond? I've heard, I, I have heard about that well, one. I have not there's seen a, it. There's just a scene oh, where, like, where, no, there's a scene where Rick is gonna go, like, tell the dragon to fuck off, and he's in the dragon's horde, and there's, like, a whole bunch of, like, there's, like, some really, like, really rare vinyl records, and, like, some unopened, like, original Pez dispensers, and, like, first-run Beanie Babies. And shit like that. <laughs> and Rick starts freaking out over, like, all this obscure shit that the dragon is hoarded. And he's like, I hoard what your kind covets. Whatever that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then he thinks the dragon's pretty cool because he's got all this awesome shit in his basement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how, that's <laughs> that's, how nerds become that's, friends That's sometimes. what all I was thinking yeah. of when you were like, it's, and they collect art and collectibles and... That's what that's what I was thinking about. Not the rest of the yeah, shit. Not yeah, the rest that's of literally not it. the Dragon, rest of that episode. Green dragons are nerds. They are straight up nerds, and that makes them cool. So I I have a uh, I have a personal hot take. Oh boy! And Pan, this might resonate with you. Uh oh. Uh oh. I am nearly on the verge of no longer posting to D and D behind the screen. Taking my ecologies off of it and moving away. Oh, is it because um, the audience is no, not resonating with the? Well, okay. So I'm always going to be writing these ecologies, right? I'm always yeah. going to be doing that because I enjoy doing it. But, um, and I don't do it for the recognition. But like, the reason why you would put it on Reddit is for people to read it and see it, right? But the problems with right. Reddit are that if you don't fit the sort quote unquote Reddit meta, right, for whatever sub you're you're posting in, mm-hmm. you're not going to get seen. Period. So, okay. um, I've had a couple articles and I uh, uh, get buried because of when I posted, or um, lately it's because D and D behind the screen is not what it used to be, uh, as far as content creation which is the hot take um dnd behind the screen is no longer dnd behind the screen um one of the things that that did very well for me personally uh when i started these ecologies is there used to be a twenty thousand word limit you had to have twenty thousand words or more to make a post Um, i didn't know that it was something yeah there and that that was a thing when i was a moderator there and they took that out 
And understandably, because that's a pretty high bar to hit. Um, however, my long-form content can no longer survive there. People, A, will not read it. B, will not. they will listen to it, right? But it thrives on, you know, like the, the, the visibility. Uh, I'm getting more visibility of, A, posting it under my own subreddit more than anything. Because now I'm up to 400-something, 36 followers on my subreddit now. On on me. Just just me, my page. Um, so I'll still be posting them there. But um, I'll be putting it out on Twitter like I do with all the other stuff. But yeah, I think... Uh, like, because we were talking about D&D &D and I was thinking about that. My gold dragon did shit. I, uh, I saw some chatter like, about that. Um... From me or other from people? Because I, I only I talked about it. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. It was just like it's the worst I've had an article do since my initial uh, point, period. Uh no, I've had a bit of a hard time being on that subreddit the last couple months. Um, because I keep seeing posts that are like, "What is this shit? I wouldn't have approved this." And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's that's. And they're like hitting like 10,000 upvotes now and stuff. And it's like, okay, that's fine. I'm not like jealous that like I'm not getting those numbers because I never. But the would, audience has right? definitely it's, shifted. Yeah. Yeah. The the audience no longer facilitates what I do, period. So I'm probably going to take the stuff off there and um not like take them off that sub and not like delete the articles but like i'm probably no longer going to post there Interesting. I, I think i'm going to post one more there and that's it uh, and, and uh, they will be going elsewhere because i've got gm binder to put stuff i've got twitter i've got you know the discord stuff that we do i've got all these other avenues now that like <laughs> Hey, if it gets seen, it gets seen. If it doesn't, it doesn't at this point. Like, but I'm not going to sit there and have to jump through hoops and rules and stuff um, so that people cannot read it. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. That's a that's a personal hot take. I'm going to look now. Oh, you know, the, what else sparked this is I'm being auto flagged as spam by all of the subreddits I'm on. Oh, Both, um, my both uh r slash monster hunter because the art that i've been doing recently i don't know if you've seen any of it Pam. i've seen a few of them um yeah like i put the two monster hunter pieces up on reddit and they were flagged as spam and i'm like i don't uh, why so i messaged the mods and they finally fixed it like six hours later but by that point you know nobody got a chance to see anything convert well i mean People did because I went through other other avenues. But conversely, uh, one of my most liked tweets is that art piece of the uh, Bloodbath Diablos. Yep, ninety four. Although the tweet just before it broke the, broke it my record forever four hundred and thirty seven likes. It was just a meme. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Memes thrive <laughs> on Twitter, man. Like. <laughs> I had an idea, you know, the bubble running away girl where she's like, yeah, just put a Diablos behind her. And I said, anytime I'm low on health, it's just it. that simple, Didn't... you know, just a small yeah. edit. 
But that's the thing. That's the stuff, kind of stuff that would survive on Reddit and Twitter more so. They're going to be wildly more popular than high effort. And that's just the internet. So yeah, there you go. Hot take. Um, do shitty stuff. People like it more. I know. <laughs> not saying that all of the posts are shitty. No, I'm not saying it either, but it's I... definitely not... Uh... It's definitely not the place it was. I mean, it's not the place it was three years ago. It's not the place it was like a year and a half ago. But it's uh, mm-hmm. certainly not the place it was when I left it six months ago. Seven months ago. Something mm-hmm. like that. Back in July. No. So, yeah. I mean, the entire mod team except for the head mod has been uh, replaced. at this. No. Alien is still there. Yeah. That's right. Alien's still there from back when I was still there, but uh, he'd only been in on the team for a couple months. Um, all the other old yeah. mods uh, have been refreshed since I left. I mean, I was part of the great mod calling, where he fired literally all of us. Yeah. All at once. Um, and I know there's some people that left Reddit off of that. And there were some good, you know, good content creators. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't want to get into it on the podcast, uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, um, some funny stuff came up recently. I'll tell you about it after we're done recording. Ooh, I can't wait. Ooh. I'm excited for the <laughs> Oh, you're going to have absolutely no context on any of this, Morg, but sure. I love fresh gossip that has He's... nothing to do with me at all. It's just <laughs> delicious. Um, the less I so know, yeah, I, the I, better. Um... So I don't think we have uh do I don't have any more hot takes. Uh Pan, you're out. Morg, what about you? Any more things getting you get you going? Well, I think, I think you already could... know this, but I've got like the theme song for Sailor Moon stuck in my head, and it is such a banger. I can't get it out of my head. Like it's it's too good. Like <laughs> You know what really ha- you know what really helps with that Morgan? I'm I'm one hundred percent not kidding. Yeah. Is finding a finding a new banger, finding a new song that works. And I did this because my girls kept singing a song that I was not like I, I it's not like I wasn't okay with, it's just annoying to me. And it wasn't like blippy or something like that, but it was like it was a kid song that I was like, Okay, girls, I'm done. Like I'm I'm done. It's something from the Minecraft girl she's been they've been watching. And I was like, you know what? No, we're going to do a dance party and we're going to watch a playthrough of Crypt of the Necrodancer. So there you go. If you need to watch a playthrough of Crypt of the Necrodancer, you'll be sitting there like, oh, man, it's a good song. It's a good game. OK, and it's a it's a rhythm game, too. But uh, I can't suggest playing it. It's freaking hard. I love <laughs> rhythm games. Rhythm games are really, really fun for me. Um, it's just like another type of puzzle game where you just have to figure out, you know. Then you you have to coordinate. You might enjoy that they made a pseudo sequel called Cadence of Hyrule, which is the same game in uh, Hyrule, set in Hyrule. Okay, I'm excited for that. What was another one? Oh yeah. The episode where we did our top 10 for music. Yes. Um, I'm kind of kicking myself for not putting, I think it was a song called, well, actually, no, no. That would actually, that song in itself would probably be a hot take. And I know that because you're a good Christian. I don't know about Pan. 
I don't know what her 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 religious background is, but I realized, in the name of I'm God, fine. by Dream Theater would probably have not been a good choice for a song for you because one, it's fourteen minutes long, and two, it is like a serious bash against the church. Uh, so yeah. If you ever uh, want okay. a hot take, I love that song. By the way, it, it, Let, I have, I have a, um, I don't, I don't like to get too personal or, or that kind of stuff on here. Yeah. Yes, I am a Christian. However, I do not like most, if not all, churches. Yes, bro. <laughs> You're an even better Christian than I thought you were, bro. Yes! One of the songs I recommended was literally a guy in corpse paint pretending to be. Uh, a preacher. Yeah, and I listen in the Church of Satan. I listen to it, singing yeah. about Lucifer, as though it's a praise and worship yeah, song. Yeah, it was the one. Yeah, it was the. It was. The, I do remember that one specifically. It was the Oh Glory Hallelujah to Satan. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, that's such a that pleasant one, song. <laughs> yeah, no. Dis, despite my my religious views, like I am not a religious person. I would say I am not. Like I am the I uh, I'll tell a little anecdotal story. So I when uh, the ex and I were church shopping because we had just moved to uh, our house uh, in Southern Dayton. I used to live in Northern Dayton in an apartment. We moved to Southern Dayton, and we had we moved churches. And I was looking for a church. Uh, she had not. She was looking for a church, but she wasn't at the same time. Like uh, you know, it's part of the divorce stuff. She wasn't really she was just more doing it for me um kind of thing so i found um so there's this church that literally we lived on a hill and on the top of the hill you couldn't get there you had to go around it to another road but you actually see it from my house the the spire from the chapel there i was like okay i've heard a lot that uh my ex said she had heard a lot of good things about that church and had some co-workers that go there and to go there from like other parts of dayton which you know if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, is like 30, 40 minute drive at times. So driving a 30 or 40 minutes to go to this specific church, you know, might sound like a good thing if it's, you know, that good, right? So they're super excited. There's a good, like, really awesome guest speaker coming to preach for them uh, that day. So I'm sitting at the back and I'm there with the ex and her friend, uh, her, her friend and, and her husband is sitting in front of us i don't really know them but, you know that kind of stuff they're talking i'm sitting there and the sermon gets to start and literally these are the opening lines of this guy the gays are destroying america oh my and god I'm like, I'm, <laughs> and i'm immediately like i immediately do this <sighs> and i look at the x and i'm like can i go now and Good question. Yeah, can I go now? <laughs> I got uh. up and I walked home. Now, I was in walking distance of the house. That's, to be fair, I, that was not a ridiculous thing to rock, walk home from there. Um, but I did. The uh, gays. So that, that is, the gays. I mean, so that, that'll tell you a little bit how I feel about most churches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i've yet i've been at one exactly one where i was like no i know i'll take that back two two churches in my existence that i'm like i don't hate this place so there you go 
Um, anything else, Morg, before we wrap up tonight? Hmm. You know, I'm probably going to come up with some more hot takes after the episode. Ooh. That's okay. Just spam them in the post-episode discussion channel. Just do it. Yep. Yeah, we're going to have to have a post-discussion episode. No, uh, no, I'm talking about our channel. We have a channel. Post-episode discussion. Yeah, I know. Discord. I know. We, I know we have a channel where we where we do the post-discussion. People, stuff like join that. the Discord. We've yes. had a lot of people come in. Thanks to Morg, too. But... <gasps> really? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I did bring in two just well, a two. couple of days yeah. ago. I'm going to have to invite more. We are more. hunting all the time. Probably even after this episode, I will be hunting with people. And if not, I'll be drawing more Monster Hunter stuff because I'm addicted to drawing for some reason. It's a good pastime, I'll have you know. Speaking from experience, have... being, you know, an, an artist for a quarterly newsletter, yes, it is It is a great pastime. I, uh, I will say it has become dangerous because I have... Uh, I, I think I told you this yesterday, Morg, but I'll, I'll yeah. repeat for the audience. Um, I have not only burned through all of my watch later list on YouTube, which, by the way, was two weeks behind. Like, I was two weeks behind on, like, chronologically. So I finally caught up. I have watched nearly all of Disenchanted again. Um, <laughs> I have I have found a new YouTuber and watched his whole library. Now, granted, his whole library was only 30 or so videos at about 20 to 30 minutes each. So <laughs> you found oh, 600 I have... hours of content and just gobbled it up in it's how not 600 long? hours? It uh, total of like 30. No, it can't be like 30 videos. I don't. 30 know. videos it, times 20. It, that's 600. If you want a fun YouTuber to watch, go watch Down the Rabbit Hole. Oh boy, that that sounds. Like I'll look fun. that up. No, what what I found is uh, his name is Mount Payne twenty seven. I think. Uh, now it sounds a lot grittier than it is. He does Doom mod reviews, and I watch I watch a lot of Doom already, and I've seen a lot of these and played a lot of these mods that he's talking about. But it's just to me, it's just like I love it. I, I just. I love it. Now, I do... I have learned about some maps that I should play because of this guy. Um, I can't remember the name of the map now, but essentially, Morg, you might enjoy this. Mm-hmm. The, the whole map is like a green slime, like, uh, where you have to, you have to run, avoid what? the acid and stuff. No! And it's, it's all green slime? Now, the there's whole platforms map? and stuff... To, the, but you, there's platforms and stuff to go through and stuff, right? But so you can be safe. Okay. But if you find the secret elevator that takes you all the way up, yeah, there is a the green slime is all running from a nose, and that is the secret. Oh, that's just so nice. That's awesome. I love little trees like that. Easter eggs, they're amazing. Um. I'm going to find it because Desineo, which is a different YouTuber, recently, it's called the Mucus Flow. It's literally called the Mucus Flow. It's the name of the level. It comes from Community Chess 2 um, from the Doom Mod community. Oh. Um, it is amazing. Um, and the music for it is, is rad, you know, back to first-person shooter stuff. But, yeah. Back when first-person um, shooters were good. 
eh, you know, I think there's still good ones. I mean, I will be buying Titanfall 2. I -hmm. will be playing it again. I have bought Titanfall 2, if I buy it here, three times. Like, I love that game. Um, Speaking of which, I gotta find my PlayStation controller to plug in. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, I think that's it for tonight, folks. Uh, Thank you for listening to our rants and rambles tonight. Um, Don't hate us, please, God. We are allowed to have opinions. Even though yours are entirely wrong, audience. 100%. I'm kidding. I love you. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Pan, I thought about this and I, I'm not, uh, um, I, I just remembered, but I'm only going to say it on the air because I only, I'll forget is I was thinking about once a week doing a small segment, no matter what the sh- episode is, where we do a, a single monster for Monster Hunter and review it and give it a grade. Oh, so, yes, we do have to do that. I'm excited. So. Yeah, I'll come up with a monster next week, and we'll just round robin monsters to review. All right, if you. If you so sounds awesome, and that'll be even more fun once Rise comes out. Oh yes. yeah, I can't wait to cover Somnicanth yeah. and Acnosom and Magnamola, Tetronodon. Let me see. Uh, you what know, I was got? so. Uh, the bear, I can't remember. Arzuros. Gosharag. Oh no, that. No, oh. Gosharag. Yeah, Gosharag, yeah. There you go. Yeah, got I I mean like Akinosam for me was like this is this is perfect. And then they released Samencanth and I was like, "Oh no, it might be better than Akinosam." And then they talked about Gosharag, I, like, I can't pick. They're all good. I can't pick. Lord, help me. <laughs> <laughs> they are all really fantastic. I love the designs. They're actually really really good. Really well inspired. Yeah. And the combat uh, so is yeah. insane. Oh, uh, it does. It does. Uh, so thanks again, listeners. This is Fortuan. You can catch me at Pod on Twitter, where you will see a lot of art going up now. I have just started doing that in the past week. I have done everything from a Bloodbath Diablos to a Bubble Bobble styled Mitsusune. Um, I am going to attempt tomorrow to get a Valentine's thing out that is Monster Hunter themed. Because Valentine's Day is tomorrow. And I don't know. I felt like I felt the need to do it. So I'm doing it. Um, new channel art for Bickering Bucks. Um, all sorts of stuff. I'm going to start doing ecologies. I just, I'm obsessed with drawing right now. So it's going to be going on Twitter. And now memes and other episodes of shows. So uh, we have next weekend we're recording for Bickering Bucks. And we're going to have Age of Calamity finally up. And then we're going to start getting into uh, Jedi Fallen Order. So, yeah, there's that. Um, I will catch you guys on the next quest. And Morg, where will you be on that quest? Oh, God, I'm probably going to be playing the ever-living shit out of GU more as a Prowler. Because just today, oh, my God, I did what I honestly thought was impossible. I was able to beat event quest Elder Dragons like Kushaladaura and Camellios with the Prowler. Where I otherwise would have had, like, so much trouble beating it. I've also been beating mm. Deviants with the Prowler. Like, like some yeah, of these... Yeah, we came cons- very, very close with you as the Prowler, yes. I got very comfortable with the Prowler. It's a phenomenal non-meta... Actually, you know what? 
I'm I'm willing to say that Prowler is my new favorite weapon in Generations Ultimate. Oh fuck. That is my hot take for the day. Prowler is amazing and people should be playing it more because they have no idea how amazing it is to play. But yeah, anyways, yeah. I'm going to I'm I'm probably going to beat the rest of the game with the Prowler. I, I I'm giving up on all the other weapons. I I've played the shit out of them. They're I'm done. I'm done with them. Time to time to beat Morg, the game's cat. Morg. Morg shoots a three at the buzzer. Yep. <laughs> Boom! Boom, baby! And, Here's another one at and you! And Pan, <laughs> where can we find you? You can find me on the Discord. Join the Discord. It's called Hunter's Hub. You can find it by searching for yep. servers on Discord. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I do try to regularly put that on Twitter as well. Um, so, yeah, join the Discord. Ha- have fun hunting with us and sharing art because now i've got other people putting up art i've i've started a craze in the Discord. i shared uh, i shared it's art fun. that my sister drew for me yes i love it <laughs> it's very good um very much reminds me of um not not the not saying all the quality of the game but the the playstation 3 one it had the red hair girl on the front i can't remember the name of it no idea what you're talking I'll about. I'll have to find it later. <laughs> Some sand. <clears throat> Anyways, there you go. Join the Discord. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, we'll uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Gotcha. <laughs>